Hey, Just Lead family, just a heads up, this week's episode is part one of a two-part episode. We're talking all about stress and anxiety, and there's a lot of ground to cover. So we'll release part two next week on Wednesday, September 13th, and then pick up with our regular release schedule on the first and third Wednesdays after that. We hope you enjoy the extra content. And while you're at it, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube to catch some video clips and shorts from each episode. This is a great way to stay connected and share the Just Lead podcast with your friends and community. So the links to all those socials are in the show notes below. All right, enjoy this week's episode. You're listening to the Just Lead podcast and the time to turn it up is right now. everybody, welcome to the Just Lead Podcast. My name is Brad, and Brad as Jim. always, I'm here with Mark Q. What's up? And uh, hey, PQ, this is the podcast where we it. help people lead through just, their situations. Just lead. <laughs> Will you just lead? That's just, the whole point of us doing what we're doing. Just lead. just lead. And typically, you know, we would have individual situations, but we've got a global situation today. Oh, it's global. Because 40 million people in the United States Which is a lot. Can we just agree that that's a lot of people? People. That is a lot of people okay. right. Re- report uh, to basically facing anxiety in their life, that this yeah. is a, a, a key issue. In fact, you know, uh, during our Easter services at the chapel where yeah. our, our organization, we had a, a pretty large sample size. Yeah, right? yeah, this was exactly. the biggest, most number one requested topic to talk about stress and anxiety exactly, specifically. Yeah. And and so, you know, we're going to tackle this topic today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, let, I think, let's open I think it up. it's important to, for, to understand that it's universal. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that's what we found out when we asked, like you said, we asked a bunch of people who attended Easter services at the chapel. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you want to hear topics on? We right. understand pop culture and we get that. But let's see. And our resounding number one topic everybody wanted to hear about is handling, unlocking keys, yep. keys to handling stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was just it was just amazing to see that. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and we've talked about it before too, and we'll link some stuff in the show notes. You know, uh, talking about mental health, talking about stress and anxiety. And one, one of the mm-hmm. things we mentioned is that I, I think one of the most profound you know uh, metaphors for anxiety it actually comes from Dr. John Deloney, and he yeah. talks about that it's like an alarm system. You know, that it's really nothing more, nothing less. That, that what it really, really is is this: our body kind of telling us, "Hey, something's not right." Right. You know, right. and and so oftentimes it's not the problem. But it's the signal, it's the symptom of something deeper that's right. going on in our yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, I, simple way to put it is: it's the red blinking light on your dashboard. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're so stressed mm-hmm. that it's affecting those around you and the way you operate, meaning the way you live your life and or your anxieties, this this overwhelming, worrisome kind of mindset. Right. It and it's affecting everything, even the healthy things around you. Sure. It's gonna get that's that's the red light blinking on the dashboard. You have to take a minute examine it and mm-hmm. figure out what yeah. I always call the root. What's the root of it? For sure. For sure. And, and I mean, it's like, you know, it's almost like walking around with bricks in your backpack, you yeah. know, when you're feeling anxiety. I mean, you even see it in the scriptures, Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good yeah. word makes him glad. And yeah. when you're carrying around anxiety, you can yeah. feel it. It's like you're walking around with of a course. pack of, of course. you know. And of course, we're people of faith. So there's, sure. you know, there's a lot of our podcast listeners that are not, maybe not necessarily people of faith, mm-hmm. but they just want to hear about great leadership. And by the way, 
we dole out some great leadership. Absolutely. <laughs> but the like, idea is, if you think about, forget about where you are in your relationship with God, if you mm-hmm. just look at that statement, yeah. that anxiety weighs you down and a good word you know, brings you up, yeah. in essence, you can look at those two factors. Yes. Like anxiety, this worry. Yeah. Well, your worry is going to come from your thought life. Yes. However, the antidote for your thought life is a good word. So now you got to ask yourself, yep. what good things yes. are you putting in front of your eyes and or allowing your ears to hear? Right. We do have control over that. Sure. Because I think the thing to remember is there are stressors that happen in our life yes. that we cannot control. Of course. You know, it, it, I, I told this story to the church a couple of weeks ago. My air conditioning goes out. We're yeah. in Tampa, Florida. It's yeah. the hottest summer we've had in I don't know how long. Not, not a good situation. Hey, guys, I got to tell you, I'm stressed. When you're shaped like this, <laughs> exactly. I sweat during this podcast. Yeah. Imagine what I am like in my house with no air conditioning, of right? Course. And so I'm stressed, and then I begin to worry. I worry about the cost. I worry about what's going to happen, yep. the construction. Is it just a minor fix or a major fix. So I think when you look at that scripture, you have to then start examining part of the reason why maybe I'm downtrodden Mm -hmm. or I'm just kind of, we use words maybe too loosely sometimes in culture, but I feel a little depressive or I feel a little down or it's hard for me to find joy. You have to look at what you're feeding your mind because that's where your anxiety and worry come from. And then you also have to say, well, where, where am I hearing good things? Yes. Am I around the right people? Maybe right. I have the wrong people too close. Maybe I have the right people too far. Yep. Because the right people should be feeding you mm-hmm. things that lift you up. I don't mean hype. I just mm-hmm. mean good things and putting good things. And that's a, one of the filters I use for me personally. Right. I'm always monitoring yep. what my intake is. Sure. And, and I think sometimes, you know, when, when you hear the word stress and anxiety, sometimes those words are used as synonyms, you know, yeah. uh, as exactly the same. But there is a distinction. And I think that's one of the really great things in this series that, that you've talked about. And so talk about, about that, just the difference. What is the difference between stress yeah. and anxiety? Yeah, stress is typically uh, associated with a, a specific situation. Like for example, my air conditioning went out. I, I wasn't stressed before. I had things on my mind, but I wasn't stressed. Right. Well, it was related to that specific situation mm-hmm. where my air conditioning went out. What's it going to, what's it going to be? What's it going to go? Right. But then, but then anxiety yep. is this worry. It's a broad sweeping worry right. about almost every single thing mm-hmm. to where I'm creating worry creates possible scenarios. Mm-hmm. And we know through culture and what we've researched that yep. almost almost 50% of the things that we worry about never come true. Right. But right. worry is going to be this deep, deep swath of worrisome things that possibly could happen. Right. So stress, specific situation, worry is almost like a phobia across the board about yeah. a lot of things. So so what you're saying is that peace is not necessarily in the absence of stress. Exactly right. I believe that what we typically think is when there's no stress, then I'm at peace. Yeah. But the reality, whether you are a believer and follower, a Christian or a non-Christian, that was never the intent. Now, it's definitely the intent for those who believe and follow and who are people of faith, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. But even, even outside of that, that, is never, that was never the indicator of peace. Mm-hmm. It's where you are in your mind, in your heart, your soul, yes. regardless of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now, Jesus really put a high premium on this. Mm-hmm. Greater is he that is in me that is in the world. Yep. It's a very rabbinic way yep. of saying your peace is not dictated to your outside circumstances. Right. Your peace is your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we typically just associate the two. Like I want to get all the stressors out of my life, sure. which again, you're going to frustrate yourself, make yourself stressed out because there are stressors 
you, the people who run over nails in their car or they get a flat tire, you're stressed. Yeah. You're on I-75 or wherever you are. You're on the Sun Coast Parkway. Yep. And now you got you're stressed. Well, you can't you can't control a lot of stressors. Yes. Yeah. Well, and and I think this is this is why it's so key. You know, we, we talk about you know what do you fix your thoughts on? What do you right. fill your thoughts with? And you know, as a great leadership expert, Brene Brown, you know, she talks about this this concept of how, you know, uh, we often load the gun with the environment that we put ourselves in. Right. 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 And then when a stressful situation happens and we get triggered, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that leads to this cascading effect where it ends up being much, much exactly. bigger than it needs to be. Yeah, and we create this massive anxiety about these far-fetched scenarios because right. our mind is wheeling uh-huh. with what started as a stress has now become an anxiety issue. Right, right. And I think a lot of times we forget, so we know the difference between now between stress and anxiety. Yep. But then as we we kind of dive into stress and anxiety, I, I think our listeners, I think everybody listening, I want them to understand if all you're doing is watching CNN Fox News, yeah. and then reading the local news with who's being beat up, what stores being robbed, and then you're concerned that your spirit is down. You're concerned that you're right. stressed out about culture. Right. Look at what you're feeding. Sure. Your mind, and the problem is, Brad, that in this culture, yeah, because information is so readily available. Exactly, we believe everything is meant to be consumed. We believe everything is meant to be read or heard, and it's not. Yes, not everything is worthy of me consuming it. Yes, and I think what happens is because we don't have some kind of limits yep. on what we hear, what we see, what we read, whatever, and then we look at our spirit, we look at our attitude, we look at yep. it. And I'm stressed. I'm, right. I'm tight. I call it tight. Yeah, I call it just. just you're, no, no you're ready. Hairpin trigger. Mm-hmm. You're just ready. Somebody cuts you off. On the, you are about to lose. You're going to chase them down at 90 miles an hour. And, I'm, yeah. and, and the reason why I say that is because I was that person. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm going, and a lot of it had to do with what I feed my mind. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, and, and, I, and I love this. And I, I mean, again, I, I just come back to just this incredible book, Redefining Anxiety. It's only like 80 pages yeah, long awesome. by Dr. John Deloney. And he, and he talks about this, that so much of everyday anxiety, it's what Americans would call normal life. Exactly it's just right. normal life. It's right. what we, we, we wake up, we're on our phones, we go to yep. bed, we're listening to murder podcasts and true right. crime and, yeah. and we're just uh, like keyed up and it's, ready to go. I'm watching Johnny, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard documentaries. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm all upset. And I'm just I'm all, I, I just read an article the other day about <laughs> Kevin Costner in the middle of his divorce and, and his wife is now asking for another 75,000, which would put her monthly support at almost 300 grand and how Kevin has been so nice and so great and everything. I found myself stressed out out for Kevin. Right. <laughs> I don't know Kevin Costner. Yeah. I don't know anything of the intricacies, but I have, I've realized sure. I'm feeding myself. Then I, I told this to a couple of people the other day, you know, with the horrible tragedy of the fires in Hawaii and Maui, sure. absolutely p- horrible people mm-hmm. losing their lives and everything. Yeah. And I found myself mm-hmm. getting like down or depressed yeah. because the majority of information that I was feeding my mind mm-hmm. was this horrible, mm-hmm. terrible tragedy, all the different angles, what people were saying. I want to sure. know whose fault it is. I, I started, I went from being sad yeah. to being mad at somebody in this situation. And we feel like we're going to be out of touch if we just turn it off and we unplug it. But right. PQ, what would happen if we just turned off the news for, I don't yeah. know, 30 days? I can, I can tell you, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, because here at the chapel, we fast twice a year. We fast the beginning of the year, which is 21 days. And then, to, to kind of go from the summer season to the fall season, we do a seven days. 
and I get off, for me personally, maybe not for everybody, but people that I've talked to that have done this, that have put a severe limit or canceled social media, yeah. put a limit on their social media and canceled social media for our prayer and fasting time, mm-hmm. they found that their joy increases. Yeah. And it's acts that's number one. And number two, it's easier for them to find joyful, happy, we would say, yep. situations. Yep. The way to manage mm-hmm. anxiety and stress is to measure how much you consume. Yes. If we believe that, and what happens, it, that means our minds are full. Well, yep. they're full of stressors. They're full of depressive thoughts. Like you were saying, yep. well, if you limit that amount, you have more room mm-hmm. for the second part of what we said in the scripture. Yeah. Because a good word brings a good heart or lifts your spirits. Absolutely. Well, I have more room. If yes. my mind is full of the things that, that are lovely, pure, praiseworthy, right. well, excellent. Exactly. Well, then right. all of a sudden I have room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the, the byproduct of this whole, whether it's social media, whether it's news, whether you watch cable, TV, yeah. it doesn't matter, all the same media, right? Right, right. Okay, it's, it's they find themselves being more joyful. Of course. You know, and more, uh, therefore, if you find yourself being more joyful, yep. you're going to have a better outlook, you're going to have a better resistance. Yep. I mean, we're not even going to talk on this podcast about how stress affects your immune system. Of course. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because I mean, it, it's it's literally it's it's years of your life at stake. There's this new documentary that just came out on Netflix. Oh my that gosh, I was this watching is so good. You got to watch called this. Blue Zones. Mm-hmm. And basically it studies these different areas in the world where people live to be at least 100 years old. And they're exploring the common denominators of why is it that, that these people are yep. living so long. Mm-hmm. One of them is actually in Sardinia, Italy. I thought you would enjoy I this. Just, of Love. course. Because Italians, and, we know how to live. Yeah. I'm and, just saying. And, and it's amazing. <laughs> One of the things they talk about that in this particular culture, this this area of Sardinia, all the men traditionally, they would be shepherds. And so they they talk about like, why is it that they, these men are living to be such a, such a, you know, an old age? Right. And basically they talk about how they work. But the nature of their work is not this like running on a red line, like running on empty all of the time. And that at the end of the day, it's it's a form of the clinical psychologist in the documentary called it a form of active coping because you wow. can't control wow. all the other stuff in the world. But what you can do is you can control your flock, your what? sheep, your goats, whatever. Right. And most of the time, you know, they're up working very early in the morning. Sure. But that but by two o'clock, they're having a glass of wine with their right. friends, you know, out, you know, exactly. out on, on, on right. the street on the city block. <laughs> and, it, right. and, it, and it's just it's so, so fascinating yeah. because it, it it's just how, how do how do we have longevity? Uh, right. And it's I think it's important. stress. And I love it, what that documentary also talks about is we'll stress ourselves out. Mm-hmm. The things that, look, there's going to be things that we can't control. Okay, yep. we'll get those off the table. But here's where it correlates. In the things that we can't control, yep. we try to control and it creates stress. That's it. That's the, that's the case. The things we can't control. So we try to control. We try to control. But the things we can control. Right. We, we, we push off that we responsibility. Push off because why? Because our mind is filled with trying to control something that can't be controlled. Exactly. And then what I have found for my, my life yes. is that when I get like that, mm-hmm. not only 
do I miss what's in front of me, the things I can control, yeah. but I also miss yep. the, the, the richness yes. or the joy that's right in front right. of me. Right. And which only leads then to a depressive mental state. Of course. So of I think course. that's important for our listeners to understand too. And, and what you're saying there, this is why anxiety itself, by itself in a vacuum, is actually not the enemy. Because if you're facing a mountain of debt, you should feel a little bit of a sense of danger and that you've got yeah. to take responsibility right. for that. It's just that yeah. alarm system of saying, okay, I've got exactly to do about right. it. But, exactly but like you right. said, what mm-hmm. happens is we begin filling our thoughts right. with all the stuff that we can't control. Exactly. And, and here's what I always say. I, I think we do people a disservice mm-hmm. when we say that emotion is bad because yeah. if, 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 if the emotion I feel is bad when I lose, mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to motivate me to win. So, so what I'm saying is, what, what, what we say is, yeah, don't be stressed. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it don't, it don't, don't worry. No, it's, it's not that those emotions are wrong. Yes. It's are we allowing those emotions to change our healthiness? That's the key. Yeah. Because I'm going to get stressed. Why? Because there are things that happen around me that I can't control create stress. Yep. Am I, do I, I'm human. Yeah. There are times where I'm going mm-hmm. to worry about something, but yes. that worry I can't allow to shape or mold me in a negative way. So for people of faith, yep. the worry the concern, what we say, concern will lead you to God. It will lead you to prayer. It'll lead you to seeking God mm-hmm. in the situation, yep. peace in the situation. Sure. But worry will only lead to fear if I don't take captive what believers and followers of Jesus say. That's take correct. captive every thought. Yep. So it's not necessarily ready. Anger isn't wrong. Yeah. It's the way I process and what the anger builds or creates in me that makes it wrong. Right. Stress and worry, not necessarily wrong. It's just where is it? going to push me? Where is it going to take me? Am I allowing that to shape and mold? That's right. You know, because of things we can't control. Hey, that's it for this week's episode of the Just Lead podcast. For more resources, check out the show notes below. While you're at it, make sure to tap that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.